You're listening to episode number 438 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. Man, it's crazy. Even when <laughs> wow. I think I know the words wow. and don't need to look at the script, as soon as I go off script, I fuck it all up. Dude, we've done 400 and some of these. There's no way I could do it without the script. <laughs> so, yes, for, for the low, low price of four, uh, $7 per month to uh, pay. Uh, shit. I can't even riff. I can't even riff. Wait, you guys know what I mean. This go to awesome. patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. That was awesome. <laughs> have oh, a good this time is going to be a fun one. Yeah. It should be good. It should be good. I'm, I'm only, I'm like, one quarter percent inebriated. So I, I, you as fix I, that, I'll, buddy. we gotta, you need, you need some shots well, or something. <laughs> I've got, I do, I do have some cask strength, uh, makers mark. I just tweeted it out for everybody to kind of get a better understanding of what they can expect. You gotta, you gotta um, and, uh, but, uh, but I've got some now. more. I've got it. Oh, it's, it's smooth. smooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's circle back to, I've got a couple more of the Casino Player Best Dining and Nightlife Awards of 2022. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, let's do more of that. Right, let's let's just, just chat about these. How about Best Mexicano, Best Mexican uh, <laughs> in, in the Valley? <laughs> so, All right. Downtown uh, Las Vegas, downtown Las Vegas winner was... Cadillac Mexican Kitchen at Golden Gate. You know what? Or excuse we, me, Golden Nugget. We've eaten there before. They had we had. It's a chain. Some of the best uh, Mexican that we've ever had, and we've had some really shit Mexican there. It's a chain. So uh, what? Yeah, it, this. I hear that. Yeah, I'm snooty about it. Yeah. Because there's so many rest, good care, restaurants that are not chains. If for for the downtown location, if they would have named Nacho Daddy to be the best Mexican downtown, how would you have felt about that? Since that's kind of a chain as well. Well, but it, it only has a few locations versus the Cadillac place. Um, I, the funny thing is, is I don't know that I think of Nacho Daddy as being Mexican, which it obviously is. Right. But I guess when I think Mexican, I'm looking for more authentic Mexican. I think it's so, authentic. Okay. okay. It's on nacho chips. <laughs> Nacho <laughs> chips are not authentic Mexicans. <laughs> There's cheese and ground beef on those chips, Karen. And right. sour cream, because that's See? completely all those things. That none of that's authentic. That's authentic. It's, it's funny. That's, uh, <laughs> how about how about uh locals? Locals, uh this was weird that they would consider Virgin's Hotel to be a locals casino. <laughs> they named some place called Casa Calavera. I'll, I'll I give that that uh Virgin is is um, no, it isn't. They don't advertise the locals. They don't market to locals. They don't try to bring in the locals at all. Well, they don't. They don't try to bring anybody in, Karen. That, that, that <laughs> Have you seen their numbers? It's failing That's miserably. A good point. Very good point. Fucking even Richard Branson was like, "I'm out. I got to get out of here. I'm done with this." <laughs> Have you seen what I've done to sh rocket ships? Yeah. I did that to the Virgin. Right. Um, <laughs> all right, and then and then how about for on the strip? And Karen, I am kind of looking at you for this one. The winner of Best Mexican on the Strip, China Poblano at the Cosmopolitan. Ooh, interesting. See, I would have said back in the day Echo in that Vegas. it was Echo in Vegas. Yeah. Um, I love China Poblano. And it, 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 again, or excuse me, China Poblano. Tacos and tequila used to be really good. Used to be. Um, and again, it is China Poblano, so I don't get corrected by Alistair again. Um, <laughs> 
I, the Mexican side of it is, I think, fantastic. Their tacos are, I had a, um, uh, oh shit, what do they call cactus? Cactus? No, it has another name, Nepal, Nepal, Nepalese, Nepalese, I think. Um, but it's, it's cactus in the taco. Holy shit, it was good. <laughs> and I've never had it before. And I was kind of like, the, and I asked the bartender, because uh, I was just eating at the bar and I was like, all right, so what's your favorite taco? And he's like, oh, you gotta get the Nepalese. And I'm like, okay, we'll try it. And it, it was really good. Yeah. So yeah. And plus they have a salt air margarita, which is also fantastic. I don't know if that's authentic mm. Mexican or not, but it's really good. Right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't care. Don't care. <laughs> and then how about best? Bre- we'll do one more. We got a, a hot second here. Let's talk about best breakfast. Mm. Oh, this is good. This now this good. one, th- well, it, hang on here. Before you say that, Hear out, hear what the answers are, because this I think is a little controversial. Oh no, I'm saying it's going to be good because it's going to be controversial. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Well, fair enough. All right, so best breakfast downtown was Hash House of Go Go at Plaza. That's no, shit. That's no. terrible. No, that's dumb. Nope. That's that's bad. No. So wait, question, because all of these are in a casino. Every every winner that you've listed so far is in a casino. So was that part of the requirement? Is that these breakfast Should spots? Be. Has to be in a, no because there's some amazing places downtown for yeah. breakfast like yeah. Carson's Kitchen, Seventh. Um, oh shit, what's the other one? Was it Seventh and Carson? No, Carson's Kitchen. And what's the other one? Oh, I was just there. Eat. No, eat. That's the other one that's really good for breakfast. And but they're not like in a casino, but they're so mm-hmm. much better than Hash House of Go Go. They barely exist to me. Because you've never I, been there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and see now, Karen. I mean, now, Mark, you kind of get it, right? Like, I think that if I had to guess, I suspect that the people that are submitting their 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 ballots for these winners are probably people who almost never leave the casino, or they've gotten you right. know credits tier tier. Um, um, dollar credits to yeah. go eat their count right. and so they may not leave and spend their their hard-earned money on better places to eat because they're getting it perhaps comped from the casino right um that was so then hold on to your hat karen because <laughs> right. the best the best locals <laughs> right was hash house of gogo at rio oh, that's Fuck. fucking crazy no that's ridiculous no that's no no, no. i mean not only are the portions ridiculous it's not that good no it's not that good i i've had a couple different things there i mean i'm a huge fan of corned beef hash it's mm. it's something i absolutely love I, I did not i was not impressed by theirs at all and i think when the eggs came out because it's supposed to have poached eggs on top yeah. like the the yolks were solid they weren't even runny which i'm like uh, what yeah. the hell that sucks. and that no sucks. so having it at both no that's, no that's, that's bullshit all right how about then on the strip in the in the voters' eyes, the best place to have breakfast better not be fucking on the strip. Better not be egg slut at Cosmopolitan. All right, that's fine. Never eaten there, so I can't. The line's always too long. It's good stuff. I, that I know line you, moves faster than you would think. I don't know, but I, I I just see that line when they have a break in the line, and it and they like queue it up past the Marquee Club and everything. I'm like, no, we're not. I'm <laughs> not doing this. There's nothing. You got to go during the week. While everybody's at the pool, when everybody's at work, everybody's oh, at work. Yeah, yeah, I could do that <laughs> now. <There you> go. <laughs> I could use my dining credit. Maybe there you at, go. At, at, Post excellent. up by uh, in the chandelier bar. Wait for it to be reasonable, and then then snipe in there. There you go. No, that might not awesome. be a bad idea. Might be a good way. Although I, I would have to say I'm disappointed that the Henry's not on there. I was thinking the same thing. Because the Henry has they have great. Oh, breakfast. they've got the phenomenal breakfast. Their short rib. So hash. is Bouchon. So does that's Bouchon. another one that's got great breakfast that yeah. isn't on there. Although I think even Alistair's called it a hidden gem. Yeah, and and Bouchon oh, agreed. Yeah, Bouchon doesn't take reservations either, so you have to just get in there. Get there right. yeah. So you might have a wait, but yeah, I, I don't know who's voting on that, especially right? at breakfast. Right? I, got, I, thought, I thought you guys would dig that. I thought you guys would would find that fun to uh, to see what other people are, are are voting for and are thinking. Other people are, are wrong. I I don't mostly, disagree. Mostly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't disagree. Well, listen, kids. I think we should probably start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. Vegas is a trending topic on Twitter almost 365 days a year. We got that from at Vegas Club. That's funny. Yeah. I guess not surprising, but it's funny. I don't, I don't know if that's changed with Elon Musk and his other Twitter uh, adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over it. We had a chat issue that's pissing me off. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> It's it's being resolved. It's, it's being, being resolved. resolved. I know. It's just, all good. It just annoys me. I know. Huh. 
at Vegas Club is Bachelor Party Specialists Las Vegas Epic Parties and Events. And so Vegas Club, which uh, which is very proud of Vegas strippers and the guy who's clearly very surprised to have these giant fake buxom breasts in his face for his what are you uh, looking at his profile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, how am I not following something called Vegas Club? Oh, now I see. Right. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Now I see. Okay. <laughs> Next up is the Twit Pick of the Week. It's a sign of the times. The only thing that never changes is change. However, seldom does a brand from the past resurrected in is resurrected in Vegas. This week's winner by at James in Las Vegas captures the conversation from or the conversion from Bally's to the horseshoe. Well, at least the signage. So far, the conversation, uh, the conversion. Why do I keep doing that? Mm-hmm. So far, the conversion has been little more than updating of signage, but that doesn't matter. What matters is the horseshoe has returned to the market. Make sure you enjoy it while you can, because again, the only constant in life is change, and this too shall pass. I fumbled on that one big time. <laughs> it's it's I think it's it's interesting to see, you know, the horseshoe on the side of the building, which does look definitely different than what it looked like when it was Bally's. But then you got the ballet sign down front. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, they're slow rolling some of the signage. Right. I I, I guess I have no opinion really much about it. I, I do I gotta concede I do think that the horseshoe a uh, horseshoe. Uh, font that they've used for the lights is is sharp. Yeah, I think it, sharp isn't like good looking. But yeah. then I, I, the reason I qualify that word is because I'm also going to say, but it's also a very clean cut uh, font that they're using. So I think that it just it really like stands out. It looks good. It looks really again sharp. But now I mean it is in like the. <laughs> It's it's been cut so crisp. I like the I like for example, I'm looking at the H. And if you look at the if you look at the very top of the H and the very bottom of the H, it's like it sits on it's got little uh uh tables or a little yeah, yeah, and I know there's a word for it, but but it, you know, it's got these there's more to it than just the H it kind of flares out at right. the bottom. The E it's does it too, head. the S does it too. It's it's like the font. R's got a bit of a flare to it. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like that. I like I think that's just a sh- a good looking font. So I, I know that's a dorky thing to say, um, because <laughs> that, I mean otherwise I got nothing else to say about this. Look, you congratulations, you caught a picture of, between the transition from ballets to horseshoe. That's cute. It's clever, but to give some real like substantive review, I think that the 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 font that they've used for horseshoe is just a good looking. Uh, Set of letters, so <laughs> shit. That's all I got. <laughs> Old man Snyder's like, I like the font. Yeah. Welcome I to, hate welcome change, to, the, welcome to the theme for this week's show. I was <laughs> welcome to the. I like the font. There you go. There's the title. <laughs> as always, we will link to this photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Tell me about the Bent Inn. The Bent Inn, or so it has been renamed, is opening this summer just steps from the Fremont Street experience as the first and only LGBTQ-owned and operated boutique hotel in Las Vegas. The property well, don't was- I wish I would have read these notes before I made that joke? Because <laughs> now I just look like an asshole. No, it, it's, it, Sorry. It's, it's fine. You're fine. The property Sorry. will feature 33 playfully designed themes. It will rooms. have a gastropug. What? Row rooms. 33 playfully designed rooms. Themed rooms. They're themed rooms, yes. Yay. Yes. It worked out in the end. <laughs> it will have a gastropub, a coffee bar, and feature a poolside food truck. Owners say the only major regret they have is the city of Las Vegas won't allow a clothing optional environment because of their liquor license restrictions. <laughs> Which, I hate to say. The gays know how to party, Karen. That no, is they a do. fact. They do. But, but I, I think... Clothing optional is, is probably a good thing to I don't restrict. know. I think dicks are hilarious. Oh, they I, are. They're I, funny. I, I love, yeah. <laughs> Full frontal is hilarious. Yeah. I mean. But it's the same with strip clubs. Uh, strip clubs can't do full nude and serve alcohol. Right. Exactly. So it, it's it's related to that same thing. 
They're not being. I mean, I, I. Go ahead. Oh, I was just say I appreciate that they 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 clearly had two options, right? Like, is by by acknowledging they wish they could have clothing optional because but they can't because of the liquor license meant they went we'd rather have the liquor license money than let schlongs dingle dingle all over right the exactly the oh, absolutely the boys need to tease okay it's, oh, they, it's, it's yeah, part of their wear a speedo something yeah. for the exactly. imagination exactly, exactly. Leave, wear a speedo or something right. Fair enough. and again it's not like the city is, is being um, uh, discriminatory in not allowing the clothing optional that's a standard rule right exactly <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Next up is the uh, FSE 2023 concert lineup. The free concert series at Fremont Street Experience announced its 2023 summer lineup or fall lineup, summer and fall lineup. They include May 28th, Marcy's Playground, The Toadies and Smash Mouth. June 3rd, Walk the Moon. I don't even know who that is. Uh, shut up and dance with me. Oh, really? That's the name of the band? Is my dust? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was excellent, Karen. That was excellent. <laughs> that was excellent. Uh, well done. June 17th, Soldier Boy. June 24th, Live. July 1st, Switchfoot and Skillet. July 15th, All American Rejects. I actually know like three or four of their songs. Yeah, I know a few more of theirs. Yeah. September 2nd, Young the Giant. September 16th, Neon Trees. September 23rd, Dashboard Confessional. And October 28th, Gin Blossoms and Fastball. Clearly, there is a huge gap between mid-July and September 2nd. Additional acts are expected to be announced. I'm disappointed in this this line. You know, really? Oh, my God. This is totally my jam. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, fuck. All, all of the, I shouldn't say all of these. A super majority of the Marcy Playground, the Toadies, and Smash Mouth. Walk See, the Moon. Smash Mouth I was interested in. Like That, that uh, one I think could be fun. Rejects. Gin Blossoms? Gin Blossoms, come on. All American Rejects, oh, we yeah. thought about. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's, well, and I, those are... I um, loved uh, Scott Vital Vegas when, when he you know reposted this out. He's like, as always, some people are going to be really excited and some people are going to say it sucks. Yeah, well, but he was <laughs> like, yeah. and I don't know if we're he was it. joking or if there's, if seriously, people are like, oh, there's nobody like Beyonce in there. Like, there's never going to be Beyonce. Of course not. Of course even. not. She's, you want she's doing free? two, she's doing two yeah. nights at fucking Fuck Allegiant. Yeah. There's no way that's they're going to be. bullshit. Yeah. But that's what mm. I mean. Like, I, I expect these, these people to be past their prime or in between. Well, Hell yeah. Yeah. But no, but I mean, we, we saw Hoobastank there this last year. Right. Yeah. And, and it was a great show. Now, I don't know that they've got anything new and current out oh, there, yeah. but I, I don't want new. I want to, sh- I need to sing the three fucking songs I know over and over and over for an hour and a half. Play it again. Play the exactly. fucking song. Play the fucking song. <laughs> oh. Oh, God, just this whole fucking lineup makes me jealous that you guys can just be like, hmm, I think I'll just pop on down to Fremont Street right now and go listen. Also, I don't know why you guys talk like that in my head. I won't lie. I talk exactly like that when I get excited (laughs) to go down to Fremont Street. He puts his his, uh, navy blue uh, sport coat on and his ascot, and he's like, well, you know, Kermit, I do believe I start to sound like Kermit the Frog. (laughs) That's what I was was thinking. (laughs) I hope Kermit the Frog here. I I ride a bike, and I have super long legs. (laughs) That that was a good one, Tony. I didn't know you could do that. It gets. I'll tell you what. Do you want to know the times I have been, and I mean in the doghouse with my wife, and I'll be, hmm, Kermit the Frog here. I do believe you should let him off the. What do you think, Piggy? (laughs) (laughs) And it makes her laugh, doesn't it? It does. It does. You're an asshole. I want to be mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) She is mad, but she'll laugh about it and be like, okay, fine. Won't punish you anymore. Right. And finally, Illuminating Vic. In response to the many complaints the city of Las Vegas has received about Vegas Vic's state of disrepair and lack of lighting, the city has found the owners of the sign guilty of violating municipal signage code. A correction notice has been issued to ownership. Sign regulations state that Fremont casinos must have their signage fully illuminated for at least one hour before dusk until one hour after dawn. No word what will happen if ownership does not comply. There was a time where the Neon Museum tried to buy it from the owners and said that um, they would they would refurbish it and, and they can the, the people that had it could continue to control it. But if it ever, I can't remember what it was, if there was some situation where 
they weren't taking care of it or whatever, they would take it from them. Right. Something sure, like that. Sure. But well, then who worked. owns it? All, none of the articles that I saw specifically said who the owners were. It said the owners have been notified. They've got a certain amount of time, but it never said who the owners were. I think it, I think it's it's nobody. It, it's it's because it, it's not attached to a casino or anything. It's attached to fucking gift shops. Someone's got to own it because they've been sending a, a, you know these complaints to the right. to the owners. So it's whoever Aaron, owns you the... should you should submit a FOIA request and find out who that is. <laughs> there you go. Do some do some investigative journalism. Why? Like so it. we can start harassing them too. I, no, because you don't have a goddamn job. Earn your keep around the house for a little bit, would ya? This would be helpful to the podcast. <laughs> so, so I got, please don't throat punch me next time you see me. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, that might happen just because. And then I'll hug you and be all like, I missed you, buddy. Oh, Timothy Frog here. <laughs> we love Karen. When, when Piggy was getting no, like wound, wound up. No, it doesn't work the same. But then I envision yeah. Piggy winding up going, Exactly. Hi, yeah. <laughs> and wow. Mark's lost complete control of the <laughs> I have. I no, have. I, I am super excited about this. I hope they can actually do something with this. Yeah. I mean, the problem is that the owners are assholes. They could just tear it down and, you know, then. Actually, yeah, they can't for some reason. He's a historic landmark or something like that. Oh, really? Something like that. I hope not. I mean, I really hope this. Can you imagine if we have, you know, Vegas Vicky is now back up and working and then. Wow, well, she's no. barely working. She still kicks on occasion. She, she looks seldom fan- kicks anymore. Yeah, but she looks fantastic. She does. She does. And now they understand why Bob Stupak was like, "I'm not. I'm not going to keep paying money to get this thing fixed." <laughs> As I'm well, sure, and it costs that's them inside. A shit ton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. You know? I mean, how do you, you know, that leg has got to be heavy as fuck. Yeah, I, I agree. I but in 2023, I'm skeptical that you can't find a motor big enough to be. Well, I think I think the problem was is that they tried to keep her. As original, yeah, as, as possible. possible. Yeah. So they refurbed the the stuff that they had instead of coming up Got with something it. better, and Got they probably it. they probably should have. Listen, for anyone out there that's listening, just a bit of advice: men don't want women original after age twenty five. Oh, oh Jesus! So do whatever you need. to. I'm gonna tell <laughs> on you. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Okay, okay, moving gonna... on to progress. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you unfamiliar. Well, your prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Chopped Judge Marcus Samuelson has opened his newest restaurant named Street Bird in the famous food pavilions at Resorts World. No word what type of cuisines will be offered, but based off from the name, chicken will most likely be featured. Oh, if only there, was, awesome. a, only there was a menu posted online. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> no, it's... We'll get- it's definitely so the mains again everything in resorts world in that food court only does like they might have three main dishes maybe four it may be the the only food court on this planet that i've i've not found a single thing that i want to well there might be something here uh so the main dishes are m's fried chicken uh, spicy fried chicken sandwich fried chicken and cornbread waffle and macaroni and greens and then all the sides are um like they've got a spicy mayo comeback sauce. They've Ugh. got beer battered onion rings, Ugh. cast iron cornbread. Oh, that sounds good. So yeah, it's all like a it's like southern chicken and sides. Oh, that look on he's your got face! A, I have a sour puss. He's got a phenomenally popular restaurant in in Harlem that my wife and I tried to make up really make yeah, it up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we were last in, in New York City and we just didn't get the opportunity to get up there. Our, our, our days got away from us. But I would absolutely eat at Marcus Samuelson's uh, restaurant in a heartbeat. This oh, guy, yeah. he, his restaurant has been on our to-do list yep. whenever we get to New York City and we just, we, we can't seem to make time to get up there. So the fact that it's in Vegas is is, is, is icing on the cake. Like I'll, that I can absolutely see a reason that we would all go have dinner there sometime oh so. yeah without a doubt and and again he was i think he opened his restaurant in harlem like when it wasn't right. harlem was still a really rough area I thought it is yeah. still it's no it's much better than it it was when it was like really rough he opened it there mm-hmm. and it's it's been a mainstay and he's put back into the community and everything else he's another really good love this guy um yep. okay New owners of the Rio have begun exterior ref- refreshing to the property, or so the picture shared this week by Vital Vegas would seem to show. The long-ignored property was once the hottest place in Vegas when it first opened. Then, when Harris purchased it and had no idea how to cater to the higher-end clientele, proceeded to alienate and lose those clients. Did you know that? That's where uh, uh, Rio is the one that, that kicked off the celebrity 
chef. Well, no, so I, 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 you said lose those chefs, but you didn't mention chefs, so I wasn't sure how that all fit into the, it didn't read very well, so I said clients at the end instead of chefs, but no, I didn't know that. Mm. So they lost the clientele, which then caused them to lose the chefs, because the chefs were like, nobody's fucking coming here. Well, no, the chefs left because they were tired of dealing, dealing with, with, with Harris, and then uh, when they left, then people were like, why are we coming here? Okay. Yeah. Got it. Despite early reports that the Oakland A's are moving to Vegas because they're signed it, because they signed a letter of intent, it's being reported that ownership is still expressing interest in building on the north end of the strip, currently home to the Las Vegas Festival Grounds. Ownership is also requesting $500 million in public funds to move the team to the city and build a new $1 billion domed baseball stadium. But doesn't Ruffin own the festival, festival grounds? Yeah, they're talking to him. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to do. He's got a shit ton of land. He does. No, I know he does. Yeah. And I'm sure he would love to have, you know, a revenue driver like a Major League Baseball stadium yeah. there that he doesn't have to do any work or his company doesn't do with planning events and all that other shit. But right. Although I'm sure he doesn't do any work. He's got a promoter or somebody to put all yeah, together. Yeah, but I mean, regardless of if it ends up there or if it ends up in the other place where Wawa West used to be down on Tropicana... Uh, it's it's going to be another one that's close to the strip. Yeah, I, I think that... So two sides of it. I think if it's on the north end... Well, first, if it's on if it's where the Wild Wild West was... Oh, if, where it, it's, if it's on the north end... Oh, sorry, go. No, if, it, if it's where it proposed, number one, it's going to take care of a really rough area. Well, you hope. <laughs> one well, of the things they were talking about is combating all the hookers that... that like, that area is like hooker <laughs> row. Right. They're like, what well, are they going to do when they build that? How are they going to combat that? Well, no, because they'll do more than just a stadium. It'll be a whole dining, entertainment... Not entertainment, but you know what I mean? Shopping thing right. around it. That, that's what they do with stadiums these days. So it's going to take up a, a big chunk. And quite frankly, then the landowners are going to kick the hookers out, probably. Baseball is fun live. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. But it is the only sport... That you can get drunk, sober, and drunk again before the game ends. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and, and it's, but, but the downside to me is that now you've got this cluster of all three, you know, major sporting events right there. And think about, because baseball's going on right now, right? So baseball think of, fucking goes on forever. Uh, yeah. But if you've got a baseball game, you've got a hockey playoff game, and if you've got some other event at Allegiant all at the same time, mm-hmm. that place is going to be a fucking madhouse. Yeah. So moving it to the north end of the strip. Well, I also think it would radically fix that area. Oh, up. absolutely! It'd be gigantic. Yes, if you want to talk about how do you how do you revitalize the north end? Yeah, put a fucking baseball stadium. Put the there. baseball stadium there, and then you then you know Fontainebleau is going to do well. Then you know whoever bought the Riviera, the little parcel of the old Riviera yeah. site, will build something there because the you know it'll be right next to that. It's a huge. It would spread out the wealth mm-hmm. on the strip, which I think would be a great idea. That's I good. like the festival ground site better personally, yeah, yeah. but again, I don't want the A's coming here. But if they're coming, I, I I personally would prefer them to be on the north side. It's funny. I saw people bitching about this and like we're not going to be able to support another team, and and you know it's taking all this this public money or whatever. And I'm like, for one, public money is usually involved in it's a stadiums. hotel it's a hotel room tax yeah and uh yeah i know right secondly you're it not is. paying it anyways right. fucking local what are you bitching about <laughs> right that's um, when they talk about the public money for allegiant all of it it yeah. literally is coming from a hotel tax yeah. so unless you're a local that decides to do a staycation in one of a, a in a hotel someplace well and then you're not and paying anything you guys bitched about the fact that some of the the tax coffers had to be redistributed well for during allegiant. the pandemic yeah. that's what i mean it took a fucking pandemic yeah. for that to happen right and it'll all be replenished because, you know, the, the, we've had attendance records and all this other shit going on. So, but, uh, Lastly, uh, about this is is it, it doesn't need to be heavily supported by locals. It's going to be like if you can fill up half that, the other half is easily travelers. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's what Vegas is like that. That's its next iteration is sports. Just another excuse to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Go see. And there's, I can't tell you the number of people that I know that have made it like their mission to visit every ballpark in the U.S. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Now you got another brand new one to put on the list. Yeah. Yep. I love that you guys gave me this one. My wife and I uh, chatted about this last night. Mm. In news that radically reduces our interest in visiting the plaza, Vital Vegas shared that the new carousel bar under construction will be a lounge, not a typical casino bar, which means drinks won't be comped for video poker players. That's bullshit. 
I, I so I said the same thing to to my wife last night, and she made she made it. She she agreed. She she's entire. She understands that it is bullshit. She said, "My guess is Jonathan Jossel is concerned about people getting wasted sitting at that carousel bar in 110 degree temperatures. It's covered. Where, it's underneath the awning." I, it was but still, it's still fucking 10 it's degrees. Still hot. It's so great. And you know, it'll have misters and everything else going on. Yeah. I hate yep. That. Yep. Uh, but, but so I listened to, I listened to Scott's um, podcast where he had Jonathan Jossel on it. And, and that's what made me bring it up to my wife. And I said, and, and um, he said, you know what I don't want is people just parked Camp, there camping out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For, for 10 hours. And I know. I, I know thank you. Play, what I, the fuck do you care? Yeah. Jonathan. If I'm parked out there for 10 fucking hours. Because if he's comping drinks, why comp drinks and have people parked when you know that place is going to be full? And if you can well, charge for many. drinks. Yeah. I have no interest in going to it. Well, now. you don't, but you're you're a different type of... Think about that carousel bar out underneath the lights that people have seen in that Porcashire or however the hell you're supposed to say it, Scott. Um, you know, if he can charge... And rotate more people through there. Why would he not want to do that? That's a business decision. I, I get it, but I also don't go to other places that don't comp. Right. Like I don't go to the local bars because some of them don't comp right. uh, drinks. I'm I know like, exactly. I have no interest in that. So you'll go and take a picture and move on, and then yep. that'll free up a space for somebody that's actually going to pay for a drink. Yeah. Well, I, I listen. I get the concept he's going for it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me i think it is only a matter of time until one of two things happens the one that i think is least likely to happen is he winds up starting to comp drinks or more realistically i think he'll just have the video poker machines removed because people are going to sit there they're not going to gamble they're going to spill their drinks all over it they're going to make the button sticky and they won't work (laughs) and it winds up just becoming a maintenance problem and so I, I, this is something will change the way, the way it's going to be when it first starts will not be how it will be within 12 to 18 months. Mark my words. Hmm. There you go. Boom. Right. Mic drop. I like it. I have a prediction. Remember this, this timestamp right. and we'll Write come back down. to it when it happens or doesn't. I was just super psyched about it. Like, cause one of my favorite video poker I bars was too. is, cool uh, is, um, uh, uh, it's not rebar. What is, what yeah. Is rebar. Is At link. Yeah, Link. Yeah. Because you're sitting outside. I fucking love it. I mean, I'll I'll dump money into that machine. I'll lose at that. I don't give a fuck. I just want to be there for the people watching. I know. It was confirmed that you two will be the first resident headliner at the Sphere at Venetian, September 29th through 30th, and several more. Duh. Like, anybody didn't know this was going to happen by now. Plans are to play the bands. No, I said duh. Yeah, that's what I said. Duh. Yeah. You said duh to me. This is this, it's not just to you. It was kind of this is news. this is my take on. <laughs> so I would have I would have rewritten this and saying no surprise to anyone. It was confirmed that you two will be the first resident headliner at the sphere because this has been out there for so long. And that's not you. It's not a commentary on you. It's just my take on the, this <laughs> plans are to play the band's Octune Baby album in its entirety. For those interested in more content regarding the sphere, check out the link on the blog to a for a tour with Bono and the Edge. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I would recommend that. I, I just don't care. I, I didn't think I was either until you start to get up close to it. And you're like, holy fuck. So more about seeing the sphere than listening to Bono and the Edge. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're just taking a tour of the place and talking about what they're going to be able to do and what the tech. They said like the technology that's in this thing is just light years ahead of anything else. It should be for two and a half billion dollars. Right, exactly. Lionel Richie has extended his residency at Encore with six shows in October, starting October 11th with select dates through the 21st. Tickets start at $75. you have any interest in Lionel Richie live? Nope. Tony? Really? I, I really do. I really do. I really do. I I dig him. I, I dig his music. I dig that creepy... Uh, video, the music video that he did with the with the clay hello. molds of, of, of oh that's fa- right. yeah the hello video. <laughs> I dig all of it. I di- I dig that man. I dig that man, and I love his daughter. If his daughter's listening, by the way, DM me, slide into my DMs, girl. At first, right. I was like, and wait, then who's finally. his daughter? And I'm like, oh right, Nicole Richie. Right. I forgot about that. Exactly. Um, 
the oh, this is this is fascinating. The sports book, small as it was, has been removed from the Golden Gate and replaced with slots. I could not be more thrilled by that. <laughs> I remember thinking, what is this thing over here? This is this is just jamming a a a, a sports book into a place in hopes that somebody might throw five bucks down on a game. Right. I'm I'm thrilled by this. This is good news. <laughs> this is very good news. Right, what can I say? Uh, Cask strength makers mark forty six just puts me in a good mood. I feel I feel all the happies inside. <laughs> all, all the happies. All the happies. I'm gonna make a note on that one. All the happies. And that's gonna do it for Pretz. Nope. <laughs> that's prop bets. <laughs> news and prop. It's bets. a it's a contraction. <laughs> that's gonna do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. <laughs> All right, so like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. And so is our river segment. This week, we have... So we got a couple of things here. We've got a PayPal donation and we've got an email. So why don't we start first with the PayPal donation. Karen, what do you got? Oh, you just wanted <laughs> me to try to say this last name. Uh, sure did. <laughs> so want to say thank you to Vince Straznati. Straznati? Strazanati, it sounds like. Strazanati, yeah. I think. That, that sounds good. My guess. He gave us a very kind donation, which we greatly appreciate. Sorry, he didn't leave a note, but we want to thank him anyway. Thank you, Vince. And I apologize if I fucked up your last name. And then a guy who gives me all the happies below the belt. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> dear friend, I just, this, I just, I dig this guy. I dig this guy so much. His name's Andrew Corrington. He lives uh, in the outskirts of um, uh, Indianapolis. And he's just a... I, I just I dig I dig Andrew Torrington. So the fact that he sent us in an email is is exciting. And um, want you to jump in, Karen? I will. Although I'm going to say because he starts off and says this is his a uh, 2022 December trip script. What took you so long to send it in? <laughs> he's, he's not exactly punctual, you see. Apparently that's, not. That's I'm a, I'm a big fan. <laughs> it's all right. Four months later is still fun. <laughs> so Andrew writes. I haven't been out in December before to enjoy the holiday revelry. With Whiskey Fest in town on the 3rd, I figured make it a holiday decoration tour as well. My timing was auspicious as Amazon was just finishing a big cloud conference and the National Finals Rodeo was just kicking off. Mm. Keyboard cowboys meet the real ones. (laughs) (laughs) Got to Resorts World Hilton, originally booking a king but got a double queen with a strip view over the pool and the enchantment holiday area. Nice. A fairy trade, a fair trade in my opinion. Once checked in, I headed down to the casino floor to play some slots. Been a fan of the Conan since my last trip and it didn't let me down. A couple of hours later, I'm up a few beers and a few dollars. Time for bed. Mm. Yeah, that's that east coast of, or eastern time zone yeah, to western right. time zone thing. It catches up with you eventually. Next morning, knowing the center bar at Resorts World was a good spot for comp drinks, I found their bourbon selection to be equally solid. Cycling through the house's money and a couple of $25 cocktails almost made me feel a little guilty. So I decided to spare them further loss and set out to see the holiday decor of the strip properties. Hmm. Focused on Mid-South Strip for the afternoon, Bellagio is always well done and thankfully not too crowded. Outside of the conservatory, lobby, and holiday theme shop, it was fairly standard. Next was a stop by Aria to check out their lobby decorations. The North Star was neat. Hey, let me tell you, I took my mom there uh, because she was here over Thanksgiving, so we wanted to show her some stuff, and I was looking for the giant gingerbread house. Yeah, they didn't have it this year. No, they didn't. And the whole North Star display, which was all done with sugar candy, like sugar, um, it was all like clear sugar. So everything that they built was done with with clear solid sugar, like melted sugar, kind of hardened. And it was underwhelming compa- compared to the gingerbread house display. So yeah. bring back the gingerbread house, please. Everything was silver themed, which seemed a little bland. Ate a salmon, salmon power bowl at Salt and Ivy. Huh. Was tasty, but certainly less healthy than it sounded. <laughs> cashed, in a, <laughs> cashed in a My Vegas comp for a, quote, upgraded old-fashioned at the lobby bar and chatted up a few AWS attendees. 
walked around Crystal's to check out the various holiday decor where I could find it. Kept moving on to Park MGM for some blackjack. The tables were $15, which I guess is on par for a Thursday. Uh. Made some money through drink, uh, made some money, though drink service was a little slow. Checked out the park area up through T-Mobile Arena and was pretty disappointed. <laughs> the outside of Beer House was being decorated festively. I was really expecting more in that area. Decided to keep moving and checked out New York, New York. The restaurant area was kind of neat with holiday themes on the city facades. But outside that, it was pretty lame. Yeah, they don't get real Christmassy here. Not anymore. At this rate, I had a sinking feeling further south south would be even less impressive. (laughs) So I decided to work my way up the east side after dinner at Park MGM Lala Noodles. Lala Noodles, food was great as well as the portions, but not a single Asian beer was from Asia. Even the Chinese beer on offer was brewed in New York. (laughs) Spicy noodle craving filled. Time to continue my touring. MGM Grand was pretty lame theme-wise, but if you were there for NFR... Or any (laughs) time. You were in good company. Most TVs were playing something related, and about every other song was... Uh, Every other song played on the casino floor was pop country. (laughs) Their arcade bar area in the southwest corner was doing some kind of special event for NFR as well. Yeah, that sounds awful. Um, Planet Hollywood and Paris were fairly plain as well. I didn't go into Bally's, figuring the construction probably put a kibosh in any kind of good decorating. Made my way over to Cromwell, while only a few decorations at the entrance. Hung out at Bound for a bit to enjoy their tasty cocktails with video poker. Next stop was Link Promenade, which was well-decorated for the holidays and pumping related, trendy, and classic holiday music on the speakers. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That's going to be the promenade that has all the the decorations in it, not necessarily the casinos. Friday breakfast at Wally's and Resorts World. Best way to describe it is a fancy wine, liquor, cheese store with a restaurant. Ooh. That actually sounds fun. Right? Yeah. Uh, Found some interesting price variations and similarities between home pricing, quote, Vegas pricing, and their pricing. The menu only had a few breakfast options, but all looked good. I went with their fancy French toast and an espresso bourbon drink. Nice. Churchill's Mm. Churchill's Churchill's breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) I could have stayed there and sampled their extensive selection of wine or bourbon, but I still had more casinos to visit. Encore didn't have a lot in terms of in terms of decorations, but Wynn had two distinct areas with nice nice lights and decor near their lobby area. Palazzo had a couple of nice touches, but nothing big. The canal shops were hit and miss, but the karaoke place was fully decked out, including the hostesses wearing festive outs- outfits. Venetian also had a nice display near their lobby as well, but lots of people lined up to take pictures made it tricky to get a good photo. Hopped across the street to Mirage to see no. them one last time before the changes start. Yeah, it's already starting. Their lobby habitat area was decent, but not lit up at the time, which was odd. Otherwise, a pretty limited number of decorations. Played some slots to see if maybe they'd loosen them before changing hands. No, of course not. No. <laughs> but uh, I do love his optimism. <laughs> <laughs> but I only broke even. Stopped by TI and was surprised by their number of decorations and the effort put towards the NFR. Lots of NFR fans there. Apparently, Gillies had some specific acts planned in conjunction. I did feel bad for the guests there as the computers were down uh, for the hotel since early morning, and the hotel queue was quite long. That sucks. Can't be as bad as it fucking is at Flamingo. That thing is a disaster. Well, it's because none of the kiosks work at Flamingo. Yeah, they work. Time for Whiskey Fest at Resorts (laughs) World. Split between two ballrooms. Over 30 distilleries and multiple brands wow. were on display. If you paid for VIP tickets, some special pours were available to try, including multiple scotches and whiskeys oh over 20 God. years old. How do you not get completely shit-faced at this thing? Yeah. Uh, food was catered and had a decent variety with plenty of bottled water available to encourage proper <laughs> hydration. <laughs> That's how you don't get completely shit-faced. I, I, I aspire to that. <laughs> They also, I was going to say, you say that like it's a bad thing. Right, exactly. <laughs> they also held, but, okay, you don't want to get shit-faced too early because when you actually get to taste the 20-year-old scotch or bourbon, well, that you yeah, wouldn't, you know, right. you've got to make sure that you're 
you know, aware enough to appreciate it. I could see about four tastings deep. I, I would just be like, just hammer them. I want them all. Hammer them. <laughs> I don't need to sip this. That just has, I need to drink that it. That has disaster written all yes, over it. It does. They, oh. they also had seminars held by a few major companies, i.e. Maker's Mark and James Beam. James Beam? Jim Beam, right? Yes. Yes. So they've done a rebrand. No they've way. They've done a rebrand. Yes. Yes. And now if you go to the actual distillery uh, outside of uh, Louisville, it is now the James B, the letter of the initial B, James B Beam Distillery and tour or something like that for crying out loud it's i know right i know i'm like come on guys you're 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 you're, Jim you're forgetting who, your place right. right those uh these included curating tasting as part of their presentation you could only attend two due to the timing but the ones i went to are very cool there was also plenty of swag to take back home hmm. next i checked out enchant a resorts world Tickets were a little salty, but I viewed as an opportunity cost to avoid having to ride share to the ballpark, their other location. The main attraction was a huge maze adorned with high-quality festive lights and sculptures. At the entrance, there was a little village with food and various gift vendors, similar to a Christ Kindle Mark. If I said that right, but I think I did. Uh, it's a German Christmas market experience and prices. While I didn't partake, there was also a large ice skating area and Santa photo opportunities. Oh, come on, Andrew. You yeah, didn't go Andrew. get a picture with Santa? <laughs> on your ice skates? You're going to look so adorable. <laughs> Saturday morning arrives, and thankfully, no worse for wear. I navigate Resorts World for breakfast and a little gambling before heading downtown. I stayed at the D, where I found a decent rate considering what seemed to be inflated pricing everywhere else. The room was pretty dated, but functional. The air conditioner was super noisy, which I suppose is a benefit if you want to drown out the Fremont Street concerts. <laughs> Not concerts, just whatever the crap they're playing yeah. down there. <laughs> Played copious amounts of video poker and blackjack at Bar Canada. Realizing my Oscar reservation was approaching, I still wanted to explore holiday options. The Sand Dollar had a tiki-themed Sippin' Santa takeover with lots of fun drink options mm. and tons of holiday decor. Tasty steak dinner at Oscars, followed by more poker at Bar Canada, was a great way to wrap up the evening, or at least what's shareable in my report. Oh, <laughs> damn, Andrew. Oh, what did you do, yeah. boy? And he didn't have a sign-off. He just ended no, it there. That, and, that's and it. That's he's it. like, I'm <laughs> done. So, thank you, Andrew. You get it. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. All right. And then we've got, oh, I love this. This one's funny. This was excellent, excellent. Everything about this is excellent. So email... From, and he even like he even prepped it for me. He literally wants me to read it. So I will do it. I will. I will indulge you, Kevin. So we have an email from Kevin McClure titled, quote. Oh, that's you. OK, well, you said you were going to read it. No, 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 no. Oh. I read the first part, okay. right. which is what he set me up. So for. It's, it's it is titled Trip Report Part Two. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. When I saw that there was more than half the show left when you started reading my trip report, I knew it was too long. <laughs> so for Tony's sake, here's my revised report. We went to Vegas, had fun, we'll do again. All right. That's a and perfect that medium ground. Right there. Is, that's, that's all you guys perfect, need. That's yeah. all you need. You had a good time. I, I was, disagree for the record. That is, that is the trip report that Tony can get behind. No, we had, Kevin. come on. We had a good time with that trip report. I mean, it was it was very, very detailed and very fun. All right. Mark Karen, you really should check out Monday's Dark as it really is a great event. What? And I may have had a typo in my original email, but they donate $10,000 every two weeks to local charities. They also stream it live through their Facebook page if you want to try it out without fully committing. This was the one where his, his wife was sick, but they had tickets to this Monday Dark and it was all Disney songs. Mm. You don't remember that? Mm -mm. Okay. I remember I, that. I don't remember. I remember the Disney song part. I don't remember the, the Monday Dark part. Yeah, this was that was the Monday Dark but, part. And then, again, it's a local thing that they do and they donate to charities like every two weeks. So I love that um, they do huh. have, you know, you can stream it through their Facebook page so we can check it out without going, okay, what is this actually like? Right, right. That's good to know. As far as my ratings go, I realized I was critical at times. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the point of a 
but, review. But the score didn't really reflect that. Regarding Mayfair's food, the score by itself, or the food by itself, hold on, let me try that again. Regarding Mayfair's score, the food by itself was great, the entertainment by itself was great, but when you combined it all with the volume, it dropped the overall experience. I realize that makes no sense, but I'm sticking with it. No, it makes sense. I mean, I, mm. My opinion of STK has gone sense. down a, a step or two because of how insanely loud it oh, was last gone, time we were there. gone down more than a step or two for me. I, I will go there if I don't want to talk to whoever I'm going with. <laughs> oh, so there you go, listeners. If you ever get <laughs> right, like, hey, exactly. Karen, Karen, I want to meet up with you. Let's go have dinner. And she's like, STK. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the rest of them, you've heard that saying about golf, fishing, intimacy. Even at its worst, it's still better than working. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if the golf and the fishing match up with that, but. I'll give you that on the intimacy. Um, <laughs> Vegas is like that for us. Thanks for reading my long email on the show. We got a kick out of hearing it. Lindsay is back to full health, by the way. Good. Thank goodness. We were worried about you. Yes. 360 Vegas. He gives us an 11 out of 10. Aw. <laughs> and I, I don't know what this means. The V slash R? I don't know either. Hmm. So that's how he's signing off. V slash R. Kevin M. McClure. Very real. Sure. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. According to Wiktionary, mm-hmm. what, how do, what does it mean for the kids? Oh, it's initials for, for very respectfully. Oh. oh, well, that's a very polite ending. Thank you, Kevin. I mean, is it if we don't understand what he's saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just he wants to show how old we are. Right. Because we had to we had to look at right, it. which is why I do not consider that to be very <laughs> respectful at all. Right. Kevin. <laughs> we got set up. I agree. I agree. <laughs> oh, I love that. Right. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. That was a, that was. And thank, see, and thank you for that the eleven nice. out of the ten rating. That's. Yeah. I know, right? right? Eleven out of ten. That's like giving it 110%. Right? <laughs> I, thought, I wasn't sure if anybody had anything else. I just wanted to let them jump in. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 438. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360Vegas. And get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, specifically uh, written like our buddies uh, Andrew and Kevin did, please send that to the following email address. Get your pencils, kids. It's 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? Mm, you can find him at 360 Vegas. Okay. I'm at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360 Vegas Karen. He just told you where to find me, so until next time. Yeah.